Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Dawn of the Dead from 1978, written and directed by George A. Romero, the man who created uh, and directed so many horror movies, so many zombie movies. I will actually be ranking all of George Romero's zombie movies on Sunday's episode of Top 5, uh, where I will rank there are six in total. So one will not make the list. Uh, however, I can, I can honestly say that Dawn of the Dead will be making that list, but we'll see how high up that this movie goes on the list because there are some good ones. Last year, I watched and reviewed George Romero's Night of the Living Dead, which is the first of the zombie franchise of movies zombie series of movies that romero did and uh, i love that one as well definitely more of a minimalist take uh definitely a lower budget take uh than this movie but this being the second movie to come out from george romero in these zombie films uh, i figured i would review this one right it would have either been this one after having seen it i chose to review this one before having watched it uh could have also been day of the dead uh both of these movies uh let's just say are very high up on my list of favorite zombie movies by george romero uh, i'm also the following week i'll be reviewing all george romero's films that are not zombie films so i've been watching a lot of george romero and uh was pleasantly surprised watching dawn of the dead uh, this movie obviously was also a remake. A remake came out. This movie isn't a remake, but there was a remake of this movie that came out in 2010-ish. I believe it was a Zack Snyder film. That movie I saw. I saw that, and uh, I would say this movie is different in a lot of ways. That movie, more action movie, fast zombies and such. This is still the the slow zombies of George Romero. Uh, but it is a movie that clearly had a bigger budget than The Night of the Living Dead. And uh, it's a movie, it's a, a ride. This is a co There's a lot going on in this movie. I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, not only were the, the budget clearly larger, uh, you get more practical effects, which practical effects, hands down, exponentially better than any cg effects which is something that you do see in the romero zombie films how the the difference the stark difference between day of the dead and uh i believe it's land of the dead uh where there's a, a major shift and even further into like diary of the dead and uh, the other, the newer of the zombie films, which I'll get into more detail on that on Friday. But I love the practical effects. This movie starts off with it's, you know, as the first movie, Night of the Living Dead, was kind of the first outbreak of zombies. This is a little bit farther into the zombie apocalypse, uh, not necessarily post-apocalypse necessarily, but definitely farther into uh, people organizations governments trying to uh, eradicate the zombies this movie starts off with uh, chaos going on in a newsroom in a broadcast uh, ch 
TV network station studio. Uh, just chaos going on. You have people arguing on camera. You have people working there, just chaos, arguing, yelling, uh, running around. You also see what I, th I believe are like cops or at least some kind of unit put together to clear out apartments. Uh, they're clearing out an apartment building. And similarly to the end of the first film, uh, you see more racism in this movie, a little bit more overt racism in this movie. But also you see how people are using this event as an opportunity to just kill whoever you want. Because you can just say they were a zombie, they were a deadhead. And uh, you can kind of just get away with killing whoever you want. Which is scary, is something that plays into one of the major themes of a lot of these zombie films, is that humans end up being the bigger threat to humanity than the zombies ever could. Uh, they, they end up being more of a dangerous aspect to uh, life, the livelihood and survival of humanity uh, than zombies ever could. Uh, but you get a lot of the zombie exposition. You get to learn about the zombies while these people are arguing on TV. So it does a good job if you haven't watched the first movie, if you're not familiar with the rules of what this, these zombie movies are like. It does a good job setting up what the zombies are, what kind of their theories are for what's happening to them. Um, and a little bit more action as the kind of the SWAT crew is going through clearing out this apartment building, a lot of exploding heads, like a lot of visceral practical effects. You know, when blood splatters on a wall and brain matter splatters on a wall when they're using practical effects, it is way more believable than anything they do with digital. Like digital stuff is so far removed from the, the, the like absolute like, dagger to the heart that it like when you watch something where it's like actual stuff being flung on the wall and and looks real like that that's like almost trauma inducing right you're almost watching something that reminds you of like faces of death watching f just how good it's done um but you're seeing that as they're clearing out you're seeing how some people are hoping for the best, hoping that the people that turned into zombies will come back as many of the zombies are stored in the basement of this apartment. But ultimately, that leads to a few people escaping, like realizing that things are just going to get worse in society and they need to get out of there. And these two guys, uh, one of them knows a helicopter pilot and they need to get out. Obviously, I'm going to be spoiling aspects of this movie, right? Um... But before I do that, I want to say, so they escape, they end up at a mall, right? This is the movie that takes place at a mall. The majority of this movie is at a mall. And I want to say that the mall, in so many ways, is representative of America. If I had to, well, I guess that would be spoiling what happens at the mall. So I guess I'll get to that comparison later on. I'm going to be talking about spoilers. So they get to this mall, but on their way to this mall, they stop off at like an abandoned airport to get to fuel up the helicopter. And 
in that there's you know attack scenes and there's a great scene where one of the zombies gets the head the top of his head cut off like he's trying to attack but he gets crawls up on one of the cart like a crate that's near the helicopter and of course the helicopter blades going around just scalps him brutal brute like all of the the kind of gory gory aspects of like people getting attacked and being torn open guts uh heads exploding amazing so well done so well done and i forget the guy's name uh, the the guy the makeup guy he's does all of all of his movies please please tell me who is it tom savini i think it's tom savini is the makeup artist um and amazing work right i think this is exponentially better the Night of the Living Dead, as far as the special effects, practical effects, and I think even more so, I think Day of the Dead is the pinnacle of the... I think Day of the Dead has by far the best technical visual effects. From the decaying zombies to the guts to being torn, all of that stuff, Day of the Dead knocks it out of the park. And this movie gets really close to that, especially a lot of the stuff. But a lot of these zombies... It's in color, obviously, in this one versus Night of the Living Dead is black-white. So all the zombies have, like, gray face paint. Very inconsistent. Some zombies way more gray than others. Some you can clearly tell they're wearing makeup. It's okay. You can kind of get past that. Uh, but, you know, they're doing what they can do. For the kind of the scope and the scale of this movie, uh, it's pretty great. So they get get the gas they go they fly to a mall right and the mall is shut down zombies are still in the mall though but they find a way in to like the offices up on the top floor of the mall right so they're away from all the zombies and it's just these four four people it's the helicopter pilot the fly boy you have his wife i believe it's his wife maybe it's his girlfriend and then you have the two swat guys right tall black guy short white guy and there's a dynamic there where the flyboy is like just naive and and causing a lot of unnecessarily unnecessary problems. You have his girlfriend or wife who in a lot of ways is similar to the woman in the first movie where she's kind of useless and gets traumatized. I think she has a little bit more agency to her as this movie goes on, but definitely kind of suffers from what a lot of female characters suffer from in older movies where they act as more of just a burden than any kind of additional type of help. She's also pregnant. Uh, then you have the two kind of SWAT guys, the tall black guy and the short white guy. Short white guy, very cocky, gets himself into a trouble in, into trouble with his cockiness. Uh, but it's a good dynamic between the two, which I enjoy that aspect of this movie. Right, you get to follow along with fun characters, interesting characters, more dynamic than the first one, more energy to the whole movie as well, and it becomes a lot of fun like the most of this movie takes place at this mall and you see them once they get in there then they're like slowly try and take over the mall like this movie is a little over two hours long it's about 90 minutes in before they get control of this mall 
right? So a lot of this movie is them getting to the getting to the mall, and then once they're at the mall, it takes them a while before they get to a place where they can eradicate all of these zombies out of the mall, and they have free reign of the mall. I want to take a quick break from the show to let you all know that there is official merch for the Ray Taylor Show. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com. You can get t-shirts, different artwork available, different designs, all on high quality materials in all the sizes. There's also iPhone cases made of biodegradable material. That's right, this is not bad for the environment, this is good for the environment. So all of those designs that are available on t-shirts are also available on phone cases. Designed by me, sold by me. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com to support the Ray Taylor Show and promote it out in the world so all of the people in your life can see that you are a fan of the Ray Taylor show. Now, let's get back to that very show right now, right? And they can, you know, really they end up decorating and furnishing their little the offices upstairs to be like this, you know, the home, everything they could ever need is in the mall. So they can, you know, just furnish their mall completely and then everything kind of falls apart when they get invaded from more humans which you know so much of these movies are how humans are more dangerous to humanity than the zombies could ever imagine but also the metaphor of the mall in this movie in my opinion the meta the, the mall represents america right the mall represents america and before the main characters of this movie get to the mall when it's just populated by zombies is like America when it was populated by Native Americans before white people came here and destroyed them, right? So living in harmony, these zombies didn't need anything from the mall, right? They lived in perfect symbiosis with the mall, okay? And then the white people come, right? Helicopter comes, they eradicate the zombies right they eradicate the zombies similar to how the white people came to the u.s eradicated native americans slaughtered complete genocide of native americans right and then overconsumption, where not only were they kind of living in harmony with the mall they got all of their needs and more right they overconsumed the mall and then what happened, right? What happens in America right now? Where all of the people that live here were people who are descended from the people who invaded this country and slaughtered the indigenous people. When other people want to come here, we are protective of it as if it's ours, as if it's always been ours. These We took this for ourselves, so you're not allowed to have that. So when the biker gang comes in to try and invade them all, that is in so many ways how a lot of right-wing conservatives, a huge population of this country, how they view everybody else that's trying to come in. They label them as horrific people. They label them as a danger, right? There's even a moment where the flyboy is like, we took this. This is ours, right? But the mall doesn't belong to them. They just eradicated the, the zombies there and then overconsumed, and now they're selfish. 
like this other group is doing to them what they did already. And not even intentionally, they just want to be there to share in the mall that has more than enough to go around. But of course it ends up in violence and that becomes like the biggest battle of this movie. And I think that's what, in, in a lot of ways, you can compare that to the United States. The zombies, Native Americans, invaded by white people, imperialists, eradicating the living things that were coexisting peacefully in the mall. Zombies not taking from the mall more than the mall, you know, like peacefully. Overconsuming, and then when other people wanted to share in the in the wealth of this mall, they attacked violently. Right. So I kind of love that whole thing, but also it is very much like the overconsumption, the reason the zombies are there, which is detached from that theory. Right. The whole idea of why the zombies are there is because. After when these humans become zombies, what they do with zombies is that they are doing what's instinctual. They're doing the thing that they did as living beings, and they're kind of doing them out of instinct, out of repetition, because that's what they always did. And it shows how, and you saw this during the pandemic, how people were just, could not handle not doing, not buying, not consuming, not going to places to consume things. Like people were freaking out when they weren't able to go to stores, when they weren't able to go to hair salons, when they weren't able to do all of the things they were used to doing before the pandemic, right? And, and in this movie, you see all the people who became zombies just, just without brain power just automatically would go to the mall because that's what they did when they were alive. They would just go to the mall because it was a thing to do and they would shop because that's what you are. You're programmed to do as a living human being. You are programmed to be a consumer. You're programmed to go to stores and shop. Which is a major message of what just humanity is like. What capitalism is like what we are programmed to do right the zombies go because while they were alive they were programmed to go to the mall they were programmed to shop right now now if you were to take that same idea from this movie and make a movie today it would be zombies trying to order things off of amazon prime right it would be zombies trying to find a movie to watch on on netflix right everything is the the way we live and consume today is far different than it was when this movie was made. So I, you, you really couldn't illustrate those points in the same way. I mean, you could, but it would be different. It wouldn't be a mall. Malls are dead. You know, malls took over what, like, a downtown Main Street was like. And now Amazon and Walmarts are taking over. Like, Walmarts are like the new mall in, in a lot of ways, except for it's all one company instead of a bunch of little businesses. Right, so it went Main Street to the mall to Walmart, and now it's just online stuff, which is ridiculous. Or even like Costco is a very similar replacement for what malls do. They offer a bunch of different services. You can go into a mall, you can go into a Costco, you can go into a Walmart and take care of all of the things you need to do for all of your errands in one thing, and one company is getting all of your money. So I loved all of that. Like all of the meta commentary of this movie, I really enjoyed. Um, 
which you find that in a lot of Romero stuff, especially his earlier stuff. Not only just in the zombie films, but in his other films as well. There's a lot of like meta commentary on society, which really falls away when with his later stuff, or it's just more on the nose with his later stuff. I think he really kind of fell off uh, as he got older, which is kind of common. I've, I've noticed with other great directors kind of falling off. But anyway, uh, so yeah, so it's these people trying to survive. You get to see how they, you know, it it, it also is kind of a great fantasy right the idea of having a mall all to yourself like once they finally get rid of all the zombies you know they get the trucks they block the doors so more zombies can't come in they go through and hunt all the zombies that are in there you know they that they think is are, are all in there and then they just can kind of move around freely and that's when they kind of flourish you know once they eliminated all the natives of the mall then they were able to flourish and really take advantage of all that that the mall had to offer and you know having that kind of free reign of a mall and also what malls were like then too you know like malls still exist but they're not anywhere near kind of like what malls were in the in the reality of this movie uh, but just kind of a fun, like, really fun aspects. The music in this movie is cheesy as fuck. But it does add some levity to the fact that people's heads are blowing up and all that. So it does kind of offer a bit of a balance tonally. But it is very cheesy. Very cheesy. Uh, like, almost like very childish carnival type music. But, you know, you kind of get used to it as it goes. I watched this, you know, it's not streaming anywhere that I, I found when I, when I searched. But it was available a few places on YouTube. The downside, at least the YouTube video that I watched, high quality, great quality. But a ton of ads. Like, it, there were ads like every two minutes. Uh, which was a big bummer. But it was free because it was on YouTube. So you can watch this movie uh if it's not available on all the streaming stuff and high quality version of it too let's take a little break from the show to promote i have inspired disorder plus would you feel good about donating five dollars a month to an artist that you want to support five dollars a month is not much less than a price of a cup of coffee at starbucks a lot of people would probably say yeah inspired disorder plus people can go and for five dollars a month or fifty dollars for the year you get access to all of the old podcasts that i've ever done like 10 different podcasts hundreds of podcast episodes you also get access to like special deals so if you do want to collect my artwork you get discounts on stuff watch this show binge the full week ad free for five dollars a month like you get benefits for the five dollars a month or fifty dollars a year so it's not like you're just donating five dollars there's something you get something for that would you feel good about donating five dollars a month to an artist that you want to support a lot of people would probably say yeah head on over to inspireddisorder.com plus and become an inspired disorder plus member today and now let's get back to the show there was a lower quality version which i think was a different cut that i believe had different music so maybe maybe it would have even been better it was a lower quality video version on youtube uh and i don't know if it had the same ad setup 
the one I did had a bunch of ads, but, uh, you know, it's available out there. Uh, but the music very, very goofy, very cheesy, uh, but a lot of fun. That's the thing I loved about this movie. It was a lot of fun, right? Cause it was like, you know, the tension of them almost being caught, you know, people kind of being cocky and messing up and and putting themselves in unnecessary danger. And then you see how they act when the the biker gang comes in to invade and you see how selfish and how protective people are of the thing that they stole from somebody else. You know, also, you get to see amazing motorcycles. You know, the, the thing about like, I think Romero liked motorcycle motorcycles or or didn't uh definitely had good motorcycles and he did a movie called night riders which is like a cross between motorcycle guys like a motorcycle gang and like medieval times um but great choppers in this movie and of course they're all like disgusting humans like the whole biker gang is just like disgusting people racist gangs uh you know other there's you know i guess a few hispanics and stuff like that but a great a great movie a lot of fun um and you know even though the woman was kind of the burden right she's pregnant she kind of got traumatized and shuts down uh but later learns to fly a helicopter and that's what you know that's what kind of exposed them to the biker gang to begin with she, he she was being taught how to fly the helicopter and uh, that's when they saw, oh, there's a helicopter and it's running at the mall. It's like, we didn't think to go to the mall. We're just at a bar hanging out. Um, but yeah, a lot of fun. Let's see, is there anything else that I missed? Um, the moment where the, f the, uh, the other guy, the short white guy, gets all cocky when he's hot wiring the, the trucks, ends up getting bit. Right. It takes a while for him to turn. Right. Because he's just injured and then eventually he dies. And, you know, the, you got the other guy, the, the big black guy waiting for him to turn and come back so he can kill him. But uh, the the moment where he says, I'm going to try not to come back, it's kind of heart wrenching because you feel, you know, they have like a bond. All these people, specifically him and the the other SWAT guy and they. You know, him obviously cocky, obviously kind of, you know, that, you know, cocky type of a dude where it's like, oh, I'm mentally going to overpower whatever this thing. I'm going to outwill what's going to happen to me. And the idea of him trying not to come back. They also did uh, later on after that guy turned and it's just three of them left. Uh, they set up a date night for the the helicopter pilot and the, the woman which was sweet but it's still like it's one of those things where it's you can only pretend so far you can only detach yourself so far from the reality of the post-apocalyptic zombie apocalypse that like you can forget about it for a bit but eventually you're going to be on top of your inflatable mattress after sex and realize that oh you know reality is still reality like we didn't actually turn back time or anything uh you were able to escape reality for for a night but you're you're put right back into reality right afterwards uh and another great moment and also when the flyboy gets turned 
and he because of him living there automatic knows where to go he ends up one his performance as a zombie probably the best zombie performance but also him leading the zombies up to where they live to where it's like okay we got to get out of here was kind of great as well the moment where the other guy tries to stay behind and let her leave but then decides not he's going to kill himself but changes his mind uh, and escape and they're able to escape and so many of these movies it's just trying to survive whereas the first movie the ending of thinking you survived but then realizing that like oh society is just you know out to kind of kill now and then this movie they actually survive so a little bit a little bit better happier ending than the end of night of the living dead uh but still great the when the bikers are invading and then that allows the zombies to come back in and invade as well and you see everybody just everything kind of falling apart all the biker guys getting torn apart great practical effects there tearing the guts out tearing the head off like there are some amazing special effects in this movie um yeah i think i'm pretty sure that's it uh oh the the line of them realizing that they are us right they're us it's just there's no more room in hell so when there's no more room in hell that's when the dead will will walk the earth because hell is full. like that's a great line great line as well uh i think it was the black dude's uh dad i think um have and have nots mall is america guts fly boy performance yeah it's a great movie i really enjoyed it uh and uh so much fun so much happens in the movie it's a great ride the meta commentary is great and i think speaks a lot more than the first movie does i think kind of takes takes some of what the first movie was trying to say and and is able to flesh that out more elaborate more on that and even add more ideas and commentaries for society for consumerism for capitalism for everything i think it i think it it does all of those things communicates them beautifully and i absolutely love the movie it's it's a classic for a reason and i'm glad i finally got to watch it my first time watching this film i watched the remake i think this is definitely better the remake is definitely more of an action movie but I think this one is able to do so much more, communicate so many interesting ideas and, and talk about so many complex things in a beautiful way. So I absolutely love it. Check it out. Dawn of the Dead from 1978. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at inspireddisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.